You're listening to Cross Currents from KELW News. I'm Hannah Baba. And now for an audiograph, the project that maps the signature sounds of the Bay Area. In the late 1800s, when Marconi figured out that tall antennas could use radio waves to carry sounds over long distances, he had business in mind. But sending voices across the ocean simply wasn't possible yet, so users sent messages using Morse code. Not only was Morse code efficient to send, it was a kind of international language. Anyone who knew the Morse alphabet could use a standardized set of signals to talk with anyone else who knew that same set of signals, no matter what. Ta'azogli! Help! Help me! Help! Help! It was like a reverse Tower of Babel. For nearly a hundred years, Morse code was the official language of international communication for ships in distress. Then, at the end of the 20th century, it officially went silent on the world's oceans, replaced by more modern technologies. This was the last message sent. What? F? God? What hath God wrought? On that day, July 12, 1999, the Morse operators who tapped out these signals for years, even decades, gathered to say goodbye. Those of us who were there found it to be a very emotional scene. Some very tough-looking old buzzards, radio pioneers, had tears in their eyes. Morse code is mostly gone, but it's not forgotten. If you head down an unmarked, tree-lined lane in far west Marin, just beyond a field punctuated with antennas, you might start to hear the sounds of the past bubbling up into the present. In this story from our archives, KLW's Julie Kane brings us the marine radio station KPH, a lonely spot in the Point Reyes National Seashore where dots and dashes make the hearts of tough old buzzards go pitter-pat. It's getting close to zero hundred hours Greenwich Mean Time. Zero, 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 one Greenwich Mean Time, we will begin our ceremonial broadcast. A crowd of really excited people is gathered around Richard Dillman. He's the chief operator of the Maritime Radio Historical Society, and he's getting ready to send out a Morse code message to ships, ham radio operators, and other normally defunct marine radio stations like KPH, all of whom have turned on their old sets and tuned in for this special broadcast. People around the world will be listening to us. They've been waiting for this all year. Tubes warming up, earphones going on, coffee getting hot, ready to hear these transmissions. What we're waiting to hear is called the Night of Nights. It's an annual ceremony commemorating the very last commercial radio message sent in Morse code. This station was originally founded in San Francisco at the Palace Hotel. Now, what does KPH stand for? The initials PH are the pa- Palace Hotel. I'm Jack C. Martini. Like the drink, M-A-R-T-I-N-I. Just like the drink. Jack Martini is 75 years old. He was the last manager of KPH, and he started working here in 1961. He stayed until the very end. He was the one who closed the door and turned out the lights when the station went dark. But before we get to that... 
Back in 1905, the station was set up as a way for merchants and ship owners to communicate with ships out at sea, and as a way for wealthy cruise ship passengers to check on their stocks and investments back home. Do nothing until I return. Yes, even then, the drive for constant connectedness was very strong. The station was destroyed in the 1906 earthquake and fire and eventually relocated to this remote corner of Point Reyes in 1946 after stops in San Francisco, Daly City, and Tomales Bay. And except for a few years during World War II, KPH stayed on the air. It was a money-making business. Sending messages cost 50 cents a word, which even now isn't cheap. It was a lie. There was so much going on all of the time. It was a hum of a place, and you walk in there, it was humming. People were doing it, moving around. You go like this. Copying code, yelling and screaming, and you know, all that type of stuff, which made it more than just uh, a job. It was a way of life, is exactly what it was for us. Absolutely loved it. This is KPH San Francisco Radio. And that's what I just said. It was like a like a death in the family when they when they closed it. And uh, well, it's still here though, isn't it? It sure is. We're in a room filled with buttons and switches, dials and consoles. People are happily tapping away on gadgets called bugs and keys. <laughs> Morse code is in danger of dying out. There are only a handful of people who are still truly fluent. Dave Wolf is one of them. And Dave, will you be willing to do your simultaneous translation as you have in the past? Yeah, if I can get there. All right. Well, Dave is is an ace commercial operator from our sister station, WCC, on Cape Cod. Also a shipboard uh, radio operator. So the genuine article right here. All eyes are on a big the, uh, clock. Wolf and Dillman will start their transmission at precisely 5.01 p.m., the moment back in 1999 when Morse code use officially ended on the world's oceans. Okay, we're coming up to the time. Calling all stations. From KPH, KFS, and KSM. Warm greetings to all listeners ashore and a float stop. Dillman and his crew will be sending and receiving messages until midnight. And some of the time, they'll just keep listening. The uh, signal that we were hearing is on the most hallowed, may I say, sacred frequency of all time. It's the frequency that the Titanic used to call for distress. It's the frequency on which every SOS was sent from that day forward. 500 kilocycles, just below the AM broadcast band. Is after the Titanic, they wanted, they wanted people to hear lifeboats, which are always weak. 10 watts. So they set up these two periods an hour. 
That time is called the silent period, and during it, nobody says a word. They don't want to miss any calls for help. Before I leave, I ask Dave Wolf one more question. Can you do K-A-L-W? That's it. FM. <laughs> Cross current sounds like this. At KPH, this is Julie Kane. for cross currents. Thanks, Julie. You can hear more audiographs at KALW.org. And make sure you're subscribed to the Cross Currents podcast. Listen to all our stories whenever you want, wherever you want. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.